information that we are sharing today is our own personal experience and does not constitute as medical advice. We do not endorse any products or services. Any said products or services mentioned on this podcast may not be suited for you or your condition. Please consult your physician before making any medical decisions. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to part two of our Friendship Edition Week. We're so excited to be questioning Natasha's other friend's perspective. If you haven't watched part one, be sure to do so before this episode. Yeah, and if you're a real Take a Paycheck fan, you definitely should. All right, so today we have our very special, so think he's special, uh, guest Rahul. Rahul is a grade 12 student at East Middle High School in the vocal program, will be attending the University of British Columbia next year. Literally so far away, but we can talk about that later. So thank you, Rahul, for coming on today. Really excited to have you. How long have you been friends with Natasha? So I've been friends with Natasha for almost four years now, but I think our friendship actually dates back to the first grade when we kind of met each other but didn't really meet each other. Like, I knew of her from the other class, but she didn't know I existed. And then we kind of, like, re-met in the ninth grade. Yeah. Natasha didn't know you existed. You know, I literally did it. I have no idea. It was just kind of weird because he mentioned that he knew me since grade one. And I was like, bro, how do you know me? Like, where did you find me? And it was very interesting. That That's the story. So why did you become Natasha's friend then? If, if she didn't remember you from grade one. <laughs> so there's this like really infamous story of our friendship. Basically, we kind of walked into class on the same, uh, on the first day of school. And basically, like, we met eye contact, and we gave each other, like, death stares. And then, like, when I went home and everything, I didn't, like, think twice about it. I was like, oh, okay, this girl probably hates me. So Natasha slid into my DMs oh. and was like, hey, you want to be friends? And I was like, um, <laughs> okay. And, yeah, that's where it went. That's not true. I did not slide into his DMs. Okay, I, like, but there was a reason. So he makes it sound so sus. But basically, he added me on Snapchat, and that's how we became friends. So, yeah, I didn't slide in. That's false. You added me on Instagram first, but okay. Um, In terms of, like, chronic illnesses and arthritis and rheumatic diseases, do you know about arthritis or anything prior to have meeting me? Um, I had no idea that rheumatic diseases existed at all. I've never heard of, like, arthritis, lupus. I've never heard of any of those. And so I guess you were the first person that I met with a rheumatic disease. We're extra special, aren't we now? We literally did not know anything about having arthritis, except we kind of associated with my grandma having arthritis. And I mean, having a kid having arthritis is just, you don't expect it to be normal. Were you surprised? Um, I guess I wasn't really surprised because like when I first kind of met her, it was like, she told me she had arthritis, so I was like, oh, okay. So that's was like all I had to know about her. Yeah. So it didn't really shock me. Really? <laughs> hey, I use it for shock value sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so I have arthritis, and I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. I didn't, say, I didn't say that, though. Like, he was like, oh, why do you always look so sad in school or something? Like, first of all. She did look very sad, or it was just her resting face was so bad. <laughs> but like, who, who questions why someone's sad? Okay, anyways, so I was like, okay, fine, I'll just People with feelings. Yeah. You don't have any, but... 
<laughs> but like i just said it i was literally just like oh yeah um i have arthritis i'm like he didn't act shocked like it was kind of just like okay <laughs> right like it wasn't anything like embarrassing or serious so i didn't expect that i don't know why i told him but like I did. so i have a question for you natasha because when you told him was that the first time you had told someone where you didn't feel embarrassed about it uh, <laughs> i feel like yeah to be honest like in grade eight i didn't tell anyone and like in grade nine it was like my mom who told my family friends who told their children so it wasn't like this was like probably the first time where i said it and i didn't feel like someone was judging me maybe he was mm. but like i didn't feel embarrassed or anything for some reason i don't know why was the vibes yeah, no. true. Was the vibes yeah so so even after you told rahul were you comfortable talking about it with other people like when did you actually become comfortable talking about the diagnosis i think it slowly just became obvious to other people because like i couldn't write in class so like i just like wouldn't do certain things and then people would question me in a way or like they'd look at me so i kind of just feel like i don't remember if i told them but i think everyone knows now i feel like a lot of people learned like not by natasha telling them but like through seeing and like making assumptions in their head yeah, yeah. i made my whole class cry because i wrote a poem Wait, about arthritis how well it was a very sad poem <laughs> and i was just i was i think it was in grade 11 or grade 12 and i was like we had to write a poem about something that affects you every day and lo and behold i have a sadder story than most and that was like the first time that i'd like publicly you know like said anything and i cried while i was reading it and then my teacher started crying <laughs> and then like these kids that i had never like i was never close with or never spoken to like they were like asking me questions about it after and i was like this is weird like weird <laughs> but i got an a plus so it didn't really matter yo it's a sob story that makes it all literally i haven't I only started like writing about it and like random things this year. Like prior to this, I literally like was terrified to tell the world. So yeah, I don't know. And it's not even like I directly write it in my like English essay or something. I did presentations like, and I would make people put on oven mitts and try to put their clothes on. I like, that's how it feels to have arthritis. Oh my God, you're so crazy. Oh, does it actually feel that way? I, I don't think so, but. So how has your friendship, like, I guess you guys have never really known, like Rahul's never known Natasha without arthritis, but have you ever thought about how it would change if you had known her before the arthritis and after the arthritis? I guess um, if there was a time where I didn't know and then there was a time where I, like I found out, I'd definitely be more surprised. Um, not in a bad way though, of course. <laughs> uh, I try to be as supportive as I can um, and definitely understand and learn about arthritis and its condition. Um, but I don't think it would change much. Has it like, has it impacted like certain things you do or say, do you like take a double take almost when you're saying it to her to just make sure that it won't affect her in any way? I think sometimes I definitely have to think twice about what I say and like how how Natasha will take the words I say because obviously some things could be more sensitive to her and 
um, versus like me. Like for example, like I've noticed like a lot of teachers like to uh, commonly associate arthritis with like old people and that obviously is a bad thing. And like every time it happens, Natasha and I just like look at each other and it's like, oh, it's like making her uncomfortable. So yeah, it's like things like that. It's like you don't want to be arrogant about. And as as a friend in that situation, when the teacher is making those assumptions that a lot of people do, quite frankly, what do you feel like you do that helps her? I think we just make eye contact, look at each other, and then go like, oh, weird. And then talk about then... it. We literally <laughs> talk about it later. Or like, I remember in grade nine science, my grade nine, 10, and 12 science teachers, every single time they made me cry, I would literally call him and be like, hey, like, what are you gonna talk now? And like, I would be so angry. And when he'd literally stand outside the door and <laughs> be so pissed. Like, it was, they just said such rude things. And like, it was awful, but I feel like he was the only person at school that I could like talk to. I don't know if he yeah. understood, but like, I mean, do you think you put yourself in that position where he was the only person you could talk to him to about or um think I think I have uh, in grade nine like how do, I don't think it's just because I told him and I didn't really tell everyone else so it was yeah. like okay. I mean in like grade 12 I might have told some other people but it wasn't like as much detail because I found like when you do have friends you kind of um see who you can tell what to like you don't tell every single friend every single thing you know who's genuine and who's not yeah so that's kind of what happened at like the end of like in like grade 12 no grade 11 it was grade 11, second semester yeah so like later on i kind of knew that who reacted the best or like could handle it in a way mm-hmm. and like there's just some people that just like dismiss it and like it bothers me because i do want to talk about it so do you like Rahul, do you feel like you've ever been in that scenario where you have dismissed it, not realizing it? Such I'm a- on a roll today. <laughs> um, have I dismissed it? Hmm. I don't know, Natasha. Do you do you think like I've ever dismissed it? Like I can't think of any examples. I mean, I hope I haven't. Yeah, I don't think he has. Well, I feel I don't know. Um, examples Trish I guess like some days like when Natasha would be feeling like upset and like when they happen at like more frequent intervals than like normally so let's say there was like a period of time where this science teacher was like really being like a bully and like Natasha was like feeling it for like the time span of a week like I couldn't always be there for her and like I guess in my head I was like how am I supposed to like make enough time to like help you like every single day because I can't constantly be there for somebody. <laughs> Blow his nose first. Yeah, allergy season. Yeah, you can't be there for somebody constantly. And like, I know like I'm at a position where I don't expect someone to be there for me constantly and I, and that's okay. But I also like my best friend, her parents, like when I went gluten-free or tried to go gluten-free, didn't really work because I was eating pancakes five minutes ago. <laughs> um her parents would like buy gluten-free waffles and if i slept over like they'd be there so in that scenario people were always supportive in that way so 
do your family members or like do your other friends know about Natasha and how do they kind of act around it about it most of my family members are aware of Natasha's arthritis but like I've told them like the details surrounding like her diet um what she can and like can't do and like I guess most of them are okay with it and the only one who's like really concerned with it is like my mom because she like provides food sometimes and like all those like details when Natasha comes over but like sometimes she still forgets and that's when I like have to remind her like oh you know she's like vegan right like she can't have meat for example yeah yeah do you find that difficult when you want to go out or whatever and you can't because um Natasha over here doesn't eat 8 million different types of food. I will never go out to eat. Like, Oh, we eat sushi together. Yeah, we could do that. Literally, like, whenever, either we bring food or we eat sushi together. Yeah, it's like the cleanest of them all, I guess. So. Eat sushi. I like sushi. But in regards to, like, family and stuff, his mom is really nice and he, she still like asked me like I remember like first birthday she was like okay so like what pizza can you eat like gluten-free vegan like they still take it into consideration and still ask me so like that's really nice of them, so. yeah and in your experience like has that been every every friend's family's reaction or um <laughs> no why are you eating him laughing uh, I would say no. Like, I have one friend where her mom will go out of her way to literally go buy me organic vegetables, and she's really nice, and she knows who she is, so hopefully she's watching this. And, like, she'll actually, like, she'll be like, oh, like, what bubble tea do you want? And then she'll, like, text you prior to, like, whenever we're hanging out. But her mom literally, like, she's really, really nice, and I really appreciate everything she does. She's so accommodating, too. There are some parents that don't understand and it's really hard to explain it to them. But I mean, like, there's only so much you can do. And so, like, I kind of just give up and just, like, make up an excuse and don't bother. I really appreciate everyone that's accommodating me and they're so nice. And thank you very much. And yeah. Well, I mean, my parents feed everyone too, so. You're welcome. No worries. (laughs) You're welcome. That is true. Natasha's mom does provide excellent food. Oh, thanks. Shout out. Vegan food? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it tastes good. Vegan <laughs> chocolate cake, so good. <laughs> I'm telling you, my friends actually like it. Trust me, Trish. What does your brother think about it? My brother eats it too, even though he's not vegan. He just eats whatever's given and he likes it. So you can make it taste good. Anyways, who cares? If your brother likes it, then it must taste good because my brother is my brother yeah Yeah. since you were talking about food i guess like my question to you would be what like what do you do differently when we want to hang out compared to like your other friends that probably obviously don't have arthritis do not have chronic illnesses so what do you do different and how do you kind of like accommodate based on that um so i guess you're right in the sense that like a lot of my friendships are centered around like going out to eat and like going on lunch dates and all that because I guess that's like a common like mutual bonding point for a lot of friendships um and it provides like a place and time for people to like get together and like socialize you know so I guess that would be one different point that 
I have between like our friendship and like my other friendships. But on like the other hand, when I'm like hanging out with you and we're not going out to eat, I'm like actively saving money and like by packing lunches, it's actually like been better for my wallet. So <laughs> shout out to your wallet. And like when I'm not going out to eat, Natasha and I always just like sit in the cafeteria by ourselves eating our home cooked lunch. So yeah. <laughs> Trisha's face. That's exactly. sad. But like if you really think about it, we haven't like actively gone out to eat like everything. And like we're still really good friends. So therefore, food is not the ultimatum to supplies. Okay, food is not. It's the conversation that happens with the food. Yeah, facts. But we literally go and to look at nature. <laughs> True. And like every mall possible in Ontario, not Ontario, Toronto, we go mall hopping for fun. So speaking of food and coffee and waiting and cafeteria, since I don't know, you guys seem don't seem to do anything else. <laughs> Ouch. I've Literally. heard that you've been to Natasha's infusion appointment and I've never had an infusion. So what was it like and how did you feel about it? Yeah, so I went to one of Natasha's infusion appointments and I did get free coffee there. It was really nice. So 10 out of 10, I'd like to go back to that place. <laughs> but I guess for me, it was like a new experience to see an infusion and one of like my really close friend. So in a way I was like scared a bit and like we kind of like crossed the line that like most friends, I guess, wouldn't cross. Um, and also like I remember the nurse there, he was like struggling to find Natasha's vein to um, poke the needle. And for me, that was a new experience as well. Like I've never witnessed someone in like the healthcare field, like getting anxious at the fact that they couldn't find a vein. And I remember he was like apologizing to Natasha and I was intrigued by that. Yeah, I remember that. That was so scary. I don't ask for male nurses. Like I literally recommend me getting female nurses and it's literally because the first time I got a blood test and I had a male nurse he couldn't find my veins so he's like oh let me just poke you here and poke you there and then I fainted so that was the first time where I had like a male nurse and like I trusted him and then on top of that he was like oh yeah we're just gonna give up if we don't find it today and I was like we literally been sitting here for like 30 minutes and you poke me six times like you better get it right it was very stressful and yeah I don't know you get really tired after so yeah well yeah. that's it's understandable, like, it's not a fun experience to have to go through. Yeah. But, like, personally, like, I've never experienced it. Thank God, knock on wood. <clears throat> but I have had friends, like, come to my appointments, and it's a little weird. Like, I don't know, because when I first, like, when I first brought a friend, it was to like Galaxy 12, like Dr. Danaean, like my pediatric rheumatologist that I'd known for like nine years, right? And like, it's weird because it's like you're integrating this part of your life with this part of your life and you're like, eh, they don't really combine. I don't really, I don't really care though. Like if he came, it's just like, he was just like, I guess he was finding this maybe entertaining. I don't know. It seemed it looked like it was entertaining. Like there was Netflix on the TV. There was me getting poked on the side, free coffee. Like what more do you need in your life? So it kind of, I don't think it was like an, an awkward experience. 
Does that help? I don't know if I can. Do you have an idea about anything, Natasha? No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't, I didn't love infusions, but I don't love methotrexate either, so. Yeah. It, it's such a, it's such a battle of, I have to have it, but I don't want it. And that's, that's what it is, right? They're like, after witnessing the infusions and witnessing that appointment, how did you, did your perspective on the arthritis change? Like, did you realize how serious it was after that? I didn't want to change my attitude towards Natasha in the sense that if I got more anxious and nervous towards her, then she'd obviously feel like less comfortable sharing her yeah. experiences with me so like yeah. kind of like going back to the infusion like if i acted like like terrified of like natasha getting poked by a needle then like obviously she'd feel uncomfortable so i think in that sense like i'd want to treat her how if like if the roles were reversed and natasha was like in that position like i wouldn't want her to react in a way that like makes me feel not yeah. safe you know I mean, like, I kind of have needle phobia. And when I went to get my COVID vaccine, they wouldn't let my boyfriend in. And it was, like, nerve-wracking because I've always had someone there, like, whether it be my mom, my dad, like, somebody. And that was, like, the first time I'd done it myself. And it it was not a fun experience. So, like, just remember that you just being there is usually more than enough and you don't have to say anything. Don't forget that. That's pretty good advice, TBH. Speaking of like being supportive to Natasha, how have you really helped Natasha at school? I want to say that I've scribed for her and also like written notes. I mean, we did, I did do some of those things, but like a lot of times there are a lot of better people that support Natasha. For example, like special education and like other classmates that like help out in a better way than I can. Um, especially like in terms of scribing, I feel like I'm pretty slow with like my writing. So like some people are just like really fast and can write down their own notes and Natasha's as well. But we do share like Google Docs where we like type out everything together and we do share like homework and assignments that we like complete together. So it gets work done faster. Yeah, it's so much better that way. I There's a lot of people that like used to fight over who wanted to scribe for me. So that was interesting because I felt so special. But then also, like, <laughs> and then also, like, on top of that, in terms of, like, having shared documents and stuff, I think we're really used to, like, just sharing things that, like, don't know what I'm going to do next year. I mean, yeah, like, what am I going to do? Not share, cal- I don't know what. We have similar courses. Still, life's going to be different, so that'll be interesting. Like, I feel like I'm re- I really would lie on him right now, and yeah same natasha's like my personal alarm clock yep <laughs> yep i remind people i tell them when to wake up i that's the thing and like the, the biggest issue is that he will be living three hours behind here so like rip life rip. yes yeah are you going to school like are you going away for your first year yeah i'm going to vancouver Bye. Listen, here's my perspective on it. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> well, you're going to have to hear it now. Any, like, my parents always let me do whatever I 
kind of whatever I wanted. And so I never had a reason to go away. And I, I still don't, like, I needed to be picked up at 4 a.m. From, from the club. Like, my dad would get up, drive to the club, pick me up, and bring me home. Like, right? Like, I always had that, no matter what I did, I, like, I always had support in that way. So if you're doing it to, like, get away, which a lot of kids do do, like, my boyfriend did that. Like, he's not at home because he doesn't want to be around his parents. Like, you know, if you're doing it to get away, okay, I recommend it. But if you can do all of those things at home, why wouldn't you stay home where they cook and clean for you? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but like the experience, right? You're going to be such a nerd. You <laughs> can't allow that to happen. I can't be seen with you. He will mm -hmm. literally be a nerd too. Don't even. Like, okay, I'll text him every day. Make sure he goes out <laughs> and does something with his life other than studying. Well, if he's in a different province, then he probably will be doing something with his life. For my 19th birthday, my best friend and I went out literally three nights in a row. Uh, the night before my birthday, the night of my birthday, and the night after my birthday. Hey, that's what we did for my birthday, except everyone just surprised me. Like, it was the day of my birthday. No, the day before my birthday. And then the day of my birthday, literally people show up. They miss me so much. Is she this oh. annoying when you scribe for her at school? <laughs> He's blowing his nose. Yes. No, I'm not. No, she's not annoying when I scribe for her. I'm never She's annoying. Like, unless I it's something she needs. So. <laughs> okay, anyways, besides talking about me leaving, I don't think my parents are down to pay 20000 for me to do all online classes. So That is true. Honestly, it's worth it that you stay home. I said it's weird considering most people would have been double vaccinated by that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why Ottawa didn't open up fully. It's because Jenny you know, like, still lives there. Yeah, that's it's what the I was hot thinking. <laughs> they can't, can't risk get, it. Can't get political yeah. right now. You're right. We they can't, and also like <laughs> people from like Bahamas and oh no, but BC is like a international place too, isn't it? Like people from yeah. Like, what do you mean? Toronto is international and we are opening not, up. Not as much as Ottawa. Because Ottawa has like on vacation coming here. No, apparently. Have you like... been to Pearson Airport? <laughs> Have you been there? There's a statistic that most immigrants that come to Canada choose to settle in Toronto. And that's why our population keeps increasing by drastic amounts every year. That makes sense. But apparently, like, the University of British Columbia has the biggest international population, so... I wouldn't be surprised, because UFP is really hard to get into. And, like, is I it? don't know who wants to go to UFT, to be honest with you. The Scarborough campus is 10 minutes from my house. I refuse. Refuse. Gross. Probably 10 minutes from his house, too. Or like Yeah, like 15, maybe. What are some questions that you have about Natasha or arthritis in general? So you mentioned like oven mitts, but how does it like really, like how would, how can you best describe like arthritis in your joints of your hands? Like, what would you say? You want to go first, Natasha? Uh, it honestly depends person by person like I feel like everyone's arthritis is different so like if you compare it to oven mitts it would be like someone's 
like someone's arthritis like i think if i'm comparing my arthritis to oven mitts it's not like oven mitts it's like maybe like three swollen fingers and i just can't write that much <laughs> so i think it really just depends on a person so i don't really know how to describe it but like it hurts and it's swollen i think sometimes what i about think you, i think yeah like i i get it frequently like in my wrist so like I don't know if you can hear this, but my wrists don't stop doing this. Like they just like I don't hear anything. I don't know. I don't know what to be microphone. But they crack like consistently. You know how like when you crack your knuckles, they stop cracking. Yeah, my wrists don't do that. So if I crack them once, they just keep going. And so, like, <clears throat> I get it really, really bad in my wrists when I get it, and that is when I would. I would describe it like oven mitts because it's really hard to do just about anything because you can't like your wrist is how you move your whole hand so you can't move anything because your wrist is like hurting so like your hand doesn't do anything and usually because my wrist is hurting it'll run into my fingers yeah so then now my fingers are hurting <laughs> and now you can't, literally can't yeah. do anything but yeah, that's so true yeah you just it is like oven mitts but it's it's hard to do simple tasks like putting your clothes on in the morning is really really tough or like mm -hmm. trying to zip up a sweater you like you can't move your hand in so like you can't zip it up so it makes yeah. little tasks super difficult yeah like i said it definitely depends on the person because like i can put my clothes on and stuff but like I just can't write and like type for a really long time for now but like otherwise i could do everything else so it really just depends on people and how swollen or how active their disease activity is what is your favorite part about this podcast <laughs> blows his nose <laughs> no. i'm gonna I'm, um, I'm gonna zoom in on him and say allergies <laughs> you should <laughs> Yeah, we all have like invisible things going on, right? Me too. <laughs> My nose is just like very. That's not invisible. I see that. It's very visible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to compare. Okay. What is my favorite part about this podcast? My favorite part about this podcast is how. Wait, like this episode or like the podcast in no, general? In general. Oh, my favorite part about the podcast is how accessible the website is. And like I went on it recently and I found like you could submit a blog proposal. You could submit a guest application form. And like the layout is like super neat and like very detailed. So like, I really love that. And like you can stream this on like any platform. So... Thank you. If you had to give one piece of advice to our audience about dealing with arthritis in a friendship, what would it be? Um, definitely just like listen and like hear out what the person has to say and like be there for them, be their comfort person. Like I know at times like you may think like, oh, like I'm investing so much, but like honestly it pays off because it does help them a lot and like they need a support system as well so just like be true to that person oh yeah 
I agree. Plus, that's great. They'll help. They'll help you too with your problems. It's a true. Thing. It's, it's a two-way. Two yeah, that's true. So thank you so much for coming on and having a great conversation with us. You really explored a lot of fun topics and things that I would not have known that you thought about me and our friendship and kind of everyone like comment subscribe watch this episode a hundred times watch it on spotify watch it i mean listen you can't watch on spotify actually you can now but that's another story for another day so thank you so much everybody and we'll see everyone next week on take a paint check thank you okay.